0: Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me Boss Lee or the People's Mentor, and this is episode 475 of the show. This is all about practicing, and I know it sounds kind of weird, but I listened to a podcast with Kurt Warner and Ed Milet, and I was just so motivated to train on this because we think we're ready, but we're only ready a lot of the time when it's time to perform. And so I want you to hear about the art of practicing and then the importance of why you should practice and then how to practice. So I think you're going to love this episode. If and when you do, make sure you screenshot it, put in your stories, tag me, tag some friends. You can also take the exact link and just copy and paste it into any chats or directly send it to whoever. And then if I'm uploading too many podcasts, just tell me and I'll only upload them like once a week or something. So you just let me know. You just let me know how often you want to hear from the papal's mentor. Anyway, I really appreciate all your five-star reviews. I appreciate you guys subscribing to everything. I really appreciate all you guys do, period. So thank you for spreading the message of this podcast. And remember that inside of this podcast everything that you are listening to um is not intended to be an income claim so um what i'm doing is i'm training a network marketing team so anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed so if you choose to participate in a network marketing company please understand it's very hard work and by no way are my results typical so i love you guys appreciate you guys and um, i really hope you love this episode of the show when you do make sure you subscribe and leave a review be all about the art of actually practicing. Because I think what I've identified in this podcast, helped me identify it, is that you're all... Y'all want to perform when there's something big happening. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like when it's the Dollar Keto Club, or when there's a big sale, or when Eric says, oh, I'm going to start announcing speakers for GoPro, or when I say I'm going to start announcing speakers for... Empire, you. I think the most common thing I see, or being a trainer for the Empire, or being in the lab, or fill in the blank. It's like, oh, I'm ready now. Now I'm ready. I'm ready. I- I'm ready. Do you know what I'm talking about? Does that make sense? But it's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. I mean, even some of the lab members. We we've been having really. Um, well, all the lab members, not some of them. We've been having really candid conversations lately where I'm like, we're changing the standards to even stay on this lab because y'all are freaking comfortable. And I can't, I can't, I, I don't know. Uh-uh. And so if you've seen like a new level from the lab the last couple of weeks, I've been on at asses. Okay. Like I've been, I've been shoving, 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 shoving. And I've identified that as really being inspired, like I said, from um, from kind of what I'm going to train today, even though this is, I didn't hear that until now. So we're not now, but recently. So long story short, here's how this works. Kurt Warner kept wondering why he was not a starting quarterback. Now you guys know how I train. I'm training business, but I'm not training business. I mean, I'm not training business, but I'm training business. There we go. So he kept wondering this. He'd be on these football teams. How many can relate to this? He'd be on these football teams and he'd be the second string quarterback. Or he'd be on these teams and it's like he couldn't get – he didn't get drafted. You know, he's like, what the hell? He didn't even go to, you know, like a a big school. He didn't go to, you know, an Alabama or a Michigan or a Nebraska or whatever. He went to – I don't even remember what school it was. A little school. (laughs) That's all I know. Right? That's all I remember. And he kept thinking to himself. And even there, he's like, "Why am I not starting?" He didn't start a game until his senior year of college, and then he went into like an arena league, right? Kurt Warner, who is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, right? It's like like two time, um, two time Super Bowl MVP, Hall of Fame athlete. Now I don't even know how many Pro Bowls he's played in, etc. And it made me think, and it made me really pay attention to what he had to say. And he said, "I finally just asked." I just asked my coach, why am I not starting? I'm better than the guy that's starting. And how many of you feel like that sometimes? You're like, I swear on everything. I don't want to say it to Jesse Lee, but I'm better than blah, blah, blah. Why am I not a trainer? I'm better than blah, blah, blah. Why am I not being whatever? What? I'm better than blah, 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 blah. I saw my numbers were higher uh, this month on whatever. Why am I not being asked to do whatever? And he said, he asked his coach, he said, I don't get it. Why am I not starting? And he said, because you're terrible at practice. Now, not that he didn't know how to practice at practice. You know, like he'd show up to practice, of course. He'd go to the practices, just like we show up to the Zooms. We show up on social media, la, 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 whatever, you know. He's like, but I was not good at practice. And my coach told me, yes, I was going through the motions. I'd show up and I wouldn't have a leadership attitude. I'd show up and when my day was bad, I would reflect it. It would reflect inside of my practice. I would show up to practice and my whole mindset was, nah, it's fine. I just have to, I just have to show up and do the practice. But when it's game time, I already know that I'm going to be ready. And he said his coach told him, this is not how this works. And he didn't say this in the podcast, but guys, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if I see you, from a leadership perspective, this isn't everything. If I see you half-heartedly doing a Reels challenge or a TikTok challenge or showing up on team trainings or Zoom calls or whatever, like all of that stuff reflects on your game time decision to show up and Actually, work the kit sale, actually work the whatever, right? All of these things, everything is playing into it. And so he said, until he had that conversation, that's why I want to share this with all of you because you're leaders. He's like, I didn't even realize it. I just had this mindset that, like, it doesn't really matter. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm taking the notes. You know, I'm sitting there, my body's there, I'm showing up to practice, I'm passing the football, you know, I'm doing the things, but I just thought that you just had to be able to show up and win the game on a game day, and I realized, that's not how it works! Right? And that big mindset shift, he said, was pretty much everything it took To change his entire life around, he went from second string, third string quarterback to starting, and then showing up with intention. Because the thing is, he was saying most, he he said more important than not actually starting is the way that his team would view him. Right? More important than just for him, what were his teammates looking at him like? And he started listing off football players' names. I didn't know any of them, but whatever. And he's like, these people didn't even want to play for me. That's why I didn't start. Let me say that again. These people didn't want to play for me. That's why I didn't get to start. So as we move into a new year and we move into new goals and we move into a 90 day run, Your team, if you do this 90-day run, they're going to start to view you differently. You understand that, right? Because if you want to do this properly, it's going to be a totally different version of you. You're going to feel a lot more competitive and aggressive, probably, in your business than you ever have before. You're going to have to set very new boundaries around your business than you've never set before. You will not have time for small talk with the people who their entire intention is to get you on a coaching call for you to basically teach them how to turn on a smart ship, but they've wasted a half hour of your time. Right? Because these are the people we do spend time with right now. I like the smiles. You're like, (laughs) how did Jesse lead out? Oh, yeah. You know, the people that message you and say, I just need 15 minutes on a Zoom call with you. I just have some questions. And some of you take those calls. I know most of you take those calls because I definitely take those calls. Okay, i be like, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. I'll, I'll, I'll get on the call with you. And then just the other day, this happened. Not even the other day. Yesterday, this girl messages me. Doesn't matter who. She's not on this call. She's not a bad person. Obviously, she messages me. Hey, I have some questions. I need 15 minutes. Um, uh. And since I'm your frontline recruit, I think I need. I think I deserve a uh, time on the on a call with you. I'm like, that's. Absolutely not how this works, first of all. Um, but second of all, uh, I said, okay, why don't you just text me your questions? I've, I've been watching Hazel the whole call, by the way. I was going to give, like, Hazel 93 shout-outs, but she's just so freaking cute. She gets so big, I can't stand it. Right? And I said, okay, so that, that does, that's not how this works, but why don't you text me uh, your questions, and I'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll see. And it's and – how many of you have ever texted me something, and you get a one- or two-word answer back? And I know some of you feel some type of way because you're like, I just wrote out this whole damn paragraph. And she just sent me a one word. Listen, it's just a time thing, right? So she sends me, I think, five or six questions. And the first one was, my answer was Betty. My second one was no. My third one was Betty. My fourth one was Betty. My fifth one was Betty. (laughs) I like Denise's face right now. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine if I got on a 15-minute call, how frustrated I would be. So you're going to be in a different state. You're going to be in a totally different state during this 90-day run, but it's going to push you. It's going to be really good for you. I want you to have that focus, though, because, look, practice, I'll – okay. How many of you were in band? Anyone in band or has a kid in band or whatever? Okay, so – The best drum major academy of all time was the George Parks Drum Major Academy. It's probably still a drum major academy, but George Parks, um, he passed away about a decade ago. Okay, so he is the guy who teaches you how to be the drum major, okay? And I'll never forget, we were in a drill formation on the first day of band camp for drum majors. And he said, practice makes! And you know, what does everybody say? makes! And a thousand drum majors all yell, perfect! And he goes, no! He said, practice makes permanent. Write that down. Practice makes permanent. Perfect. Practice makes perfect. And it's these little things that you know, you pull on when you're 15 years down the road, where you go, oh, because if you keep practicing the wrong stuff, then permanently you're doing the wrong stuff, right? How many of you are thinking in your business right now, oh my gosh, it's right, she's right. So that old adage that people say of Practice makes perfect. I actually want us to sort of uh, flip that on on their heads a little bit. But look, mastery takes time. So back to this football example, repetition. Write that down. What's your repetition like? How often are you pushing yourself out of your comfort zone? You know there's no shortcut. You know there's no shortcut, right? How many hours of practice per month are you going to put in? You know I like all the athletic examples because, for me, even though I was never particularly athletic, except for when I got into weightlifting, I ended up being very good at that. I, I think maybe it's because it's storytelling. I can see these athletes doing what they do. How many of you liked last night when we had everybody stand up and do that leg thing? They, people were blown away by that. Right, Because it's something very physical. So when you look at the number of hours, call it Michael Jordan, call it Kobe Bryant, call it LeBron James, call it whomever. Tom Brady, this Kurt Kurt, Kurt Warner, whoever, puts on the court or the field to fine-tune their athletic skills. The bottom line behind all of it is that they practiced really hard and in practice were never complacent. This is the important thing I want to get through to you. I know you know how to show up and just do the live. But would it be more effective if you spent time learning how to be super effective in sales on a live? Using some of those calls to actions or that one sales training I did from, I did a couple of times, but from this book, remember the the languaging I gave you guys? Don't you think that that changes your entire ability to perform? Of course. You can't be complacent in the way you're practicing. And are you constantly searching for new aspects to further fine-tune? That was like the example last night where I, had, I said, everybody get up, deep lunge, back leg straight, all the way down to the ground. Pret- we're going to pretend to shoot basketballs with perfect form. I was just doing that Kobe Bryant thing from, from, the, from Tim Grover's book, Winning. Right? What are these little aspects where we can fine-tune? I also, this is also from Winning, but I really love this. He was ta- Tim Grover was talking about how people say things to these top athletes about, oh, can you believe it? Yeah, of course they're successful now because they have a private chef and they have a, pr- a personal trainer and they have all these special supplements and they have a massage that comes every day and they have all this stuff. And in Tim's point, he goes, of course they have those things. That's how you get the edge. If you're going to make all this money, you better be getting better and better and better and better. And I want you to look at your business because it's no different, Right. Are you being coached by somebody or are you going through the motions? Are you being coached by somebody, then you leave a call and you go still doing your own thing? right? How many people of all those hundreds and hundreds of people last night on our call were coached by me exactly how to run an Instagram, exactly how to do calls to action, I think I gave you 20 calls to action, and still went right back and did nothing? Those are the same people that will have the flipping audacity to say, the business didn't work. It's just a matter of time, okay? It's like, wait a minute, the business did work, you just didn't take coaching from your coach. You didn't take mentorship from your mentor. You're just, you're being very complacent in your skills. You have to continue to fine tune. Ask yourself when the last time was that you picked up some kind of book that taught you how to sell better, that taught you how to write better copy, that taught you how to do social media better, marketing better, whatever it is, okay? This concept of practicing at a high level is the same in every single thing, every Single thing. I am so thankful for the amount of money that I did not want to spend last year in twenty. This year in twenty twenty one, that I spent on education, not only GoPro and stuff like that. Whatever. I'm talking some of these masterminds. One of those masterminds I'm part of is a hundred thousand dollars. Just one of them. And if you think that didn't make me go, Ooh, Lord of Mercy, that's a lot of dollars. You crazy? And I sit there on those calls. Like, I mean, you know me, y'all know me. I'm sitting there like, just give me something. I'm here. I'm here for it. Just give me something, you know, and I'm ready to implement. I'm not ready to go back into my business and do the exact same mistakes that I've made year after year after year. That's that slight edge. That's that little bit of practice and putting it into practice that will make a big difference in your business. So when you hear something and it, and it makes you feel challenged and you say, I've never done something that way, that's kind of the entire point. Okay? So, getting into practicing properly. Structured practice is effective. Okay? Learning is a time-consuming process. Right? It is. Steady practice yields steady positive results. How many of you have ever been, uh, has anyone ever been injured before? Just thinking about this today. I was doing gratitude when I walked over here. Anyone ever had an injury, shoulder injury, knee injury, hip injury, back injury, tooth injury? I don't know. Any of you ever had gotten COVID or something? I mean, honestly, and you're like, (laughs) that thing. Right, where you're all congested. I don't know why I, s- I sounded like a dog reverse sneezing just then. Sorry about that. Okay, but like, you know, you're like, my lungs, what the hell if it was your lungs? Or if your heart was racing, you're like, why is my heart racing? Or if you're like me and I felt like my back was thrown out for six months. So I was thinking about this today when I was walking over and I was doing my gratitude. Because when you are in physical pain, how many of you are immediately alerted to the fact that you have not been grateful for the fact that your body works really well most of the time? I will be so honest with you. I had, I've taught that for years, and I got smacked across the face by God or whatever you believe in. Uh, when I got COVID, I was fine with COVID, except for my back. For nine, excuse me, six months, I was in chronic pain every day. I still showed up on every call. My energy was different, though. Okay, if you listen back on my calls from uh, just about uh, you know Aprils when uh, I went to the COVID house in jersey and y'all inflicted pain upon me uh thanks brooke and megan appreciate it yeah mm -hmm. thanks kate what's going on yeah (laughs) thanks adele appreciate it uh but for six months i was in chronic pain every day i'd wake up and i would feel like my joints didn't function and it made me start to practice my health differently because you start to basically try to do everything to get that one percent less pain and those of you that are in pain right now, you know what I'm talking about, right? I started. I, I was in the chiropractor I was in the chiropractor every single day. I was doing these hip stretch things, uh, like at the Cairo, where they would. Oh, uh, this looks really weird. I'm sorry, but they would like stretch my hips like upward to try to like fix my my hips because I could not I could not bend. Okay, uh, I was. I was in. I have all kinds of weird supplements. I had this uh, castor oil packing thing I had to do every day on this heat pad with uh, crystals and something, something. I was, I was doing the most. I bought this teeter machine to hang upside down because Coach Rob told me I needed to be on a teeter. Uh, I, I mean, cherry juice. That's right. I was drinking cherry juice to get inflammation out of my body. I was trying all of this stuff. And I will tell you, it was like, Oh God, Brooke, don't remind me. It was like I was just trying to get that little bit better, a 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 little bit better. And so I want you as you move into 2021 to start, 2022 to start thinking about this. Where are the little bit better, little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better in yes, your health. Yes, your business. Yes, relationships, everything. Because let me tell you, I don't want to I mean I didn't say this on the call last night to the whole team. They'll probably listen to this podcast anyway and whatever like you know a month from now, 2 months from now, something like that. But it is all interconnected. It is all interconnected. And I'm not saying. And you, you know, I don't feel like size indicates necessarily your health. Okay, I'm not talking about any of that. I don't think there's a particular body type that's you know the the ideal. Whatever. Everybody's different. But you know, <laughs> ignore Christmas, by the way. All right, y'all are supposed to eat terrible on Christmas. Okay. All right, but. You know, if you had been smuggling those little, little Debbie Christmas trees, and I know some of you have been, because I went to the grocery, they're all sold out, okay? Listen, don't lie to me, <laughs> you think that feels good on your body? Come on, man, okay? You're only supposed to eat those on Christmas Day, all right? <laughs> I do like those Christmas trees. I'm not here to lie to you. I just went to all these stores, not like, gonna, I was, I mean, I just want to see if they were there. They weren't there. Y'all been eating them. Y'all been taking them all. Okay. So what can I say? Right. You know, you feel bad. I'm going to Sydney's. I'm having bubbles on Christmas Day. I don't know what y'all are doing, but I haven't been drinking because I know it doesn't feel, I know it don't feel as good, but I'm going to drink some bubbles with her wife, okay? Because Sydney doesn't like bubbles. All right, I keep all the bubbles for me. All right, so we're going to get torn up on Christmas. I'm kidding. All right, but I'm going to get a little bubbly. All right, some of you know that. Some of you, when was the last time you sweat? It's all connected. When I, when we run in this 90-day run, every single thing about my life is going to be in strict practice you understand it's the compounding effect of what we do you should track all of it there's like a i guess i haven't given you really any assignments there you go track it write it down move my body i don't care what your diet choice is write it down some of you forget to drink ketones I don't know how, but what the hell, I know you do. Some of you need to write that down, right? Some of you need to write down, make sure you are doing personal development. If I can give you a really good tip for personal development, and anybody who's been to any home of mine knows this, uh, I obviously have a lot of books. If you've ever been to a house of mine, they are always what? What's the word? Open. It's intentional. If you can make one quick pivot in your life, all the personal development books that you have stacking up that you know you haven't read and you're starting to feel guilty about it because I keep mentioning more books and you're like, damn it, I'm still back in April when she gave me that book from April. I haven't read that damn book. Now she's giving me 63 other books. Ah, ah, okay. Around your house where you know you stand. Remember we were talking about changing behaviors last night, right? Remember that? This is one really easy behavior change. Where is the place in your house that you constantly feel guilty because you walk in and then that's where you collapse or sit? I mean, not collapse, but you know what I'm talking about. Where For me, it's a counter. I do this thing, okay? I don't know why. I have, It's because there's a charging cord there, so I know I... Weird angle, whatever. Okay? I plug my phone in and I stand there like this. Anyone else? And I'll kind of, like, lean on the counter, and I, like, do this little thing. Anyone else? Just me? No, it's not just me. Okay, it's a bunch of you. So if you know you're going to do that anyway, for me, it's convenient because I walk in to my house, and it's the counter's right there. The plug's right there. You eat there, too. Me, too, man. I don't even sit down. I just eat standing up at the damn counter. Yes. What would an easy shift be? Don't you think it would be easy if you happen to have a book sitting there? So you're doing your little munchy thing and you're like, oh, look at me. I'm personally developing. (laughs) Right? Look at me. Hey, look at me. Go, girl. Go, boy. Right? These little things. So that's why I have books all over my house because no matter what. Oh, and always with a pen or a pencil always right next to it so you can circle things you can get ideas you can do whatever these little tiny habits little tiny habits where can you make things easier for yourself highlighter for Sydney that's a great idea to highlighters but this structured practice you know when you come home you know the general time the kids need to eat you know when your partner comes home if you have a partner organize this to make your life easier right and the more effort you put into structuring this stuff the closer you're going to get towards your goals So Courtney said a bullet journal. I've seen those. They terrify me. That's your green brain, baby. Um, (laughs) I've seen them. I went, oh, God, what are all these dots? Okay, I just felt like I was supposed to cross stitch or something. I got really very scared. Okay, and I closed the book and I threw it. But uh, I know what you're talking about. I've seen them. But uh, the more structure you can put in this, the better off you're going to be. All right? Next thing about practice, I don't know what tip number we're on, 63. 63. Practice helps you internalize stuff. So some skills are internalized at a conscious level, meaning you practice basketball three days a week or you take singing lessons five days a week or whatever, okay? And then some are internalized very subconsciously. Like as an example, when you walk or you cook, these are activities you're practicing without focusing on them, right? How many of you have a dish that you love to cook? Like how, who, who's excited for Christmas? You got a dish you love to cook. There's like a thing you love to cook. Carol's got four dishes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think she's holding on to something. I'm like, Carol's like, four! I've got four Carol Ubertaccio dishes. I love it. Okay. You have like a dish. Okay, what is it? Put it in the chat. Ooh christmas fudge am i coming over i mean i haven't been invited but what the hell all right look all right so we got green bean casserole we got roasted butternut squash we got mashed potatoes cannolis <laughs> yeah carol broccoli rice cheese casserole buff buffalo chicken dip Ooh, yeah tater tash tater tap okay tea time tasties what the hell is that Don? all right that sounds great okay pumpkin roll oh yeah okay Tamika says cauliflower mac and cheese. Get the hell out of here. Try mac and cheese, girl. What the hell? All right, put some noodles up in there. Put some respect on that mac and cheese. All right, but listen. So with that recipe, how many of you have to open a cookbook for it? Heaven says no. Brooke says no. Dion says no. Denise, no. Sam and Dean, no. Stephanie, no. Carol, no. Nancy, no. Dawn, no. Jen, no. Renee, no. Cheryl, no. Courtney, no. Sophia, no, no, no. Right. But do you remember the first time you cooked it? I bet you do. I bet you remember being like, hey, oh, but what the hell? Two, I don't have a, t- uh, what the hell's a table? What is a milliliter? Oh my God, let me get out of freaking home. How, how many ounces in a milliliter? Right up, how, 17? What the, why can't you just write it in ounces? What is a gram? Why, I don't know what a gram is. Put it in cups. Alexa, Alexa, how many cups are in a pound? This is what you're doing, right? Come on. Oh my God, I have an Alexa that just responded. She's yelling at me. I didn't even know that thing was plugged in, okay? Alexa, stop. Okay, like, guys, You didn't even think about it, but you were practicing it. Do you understand? Now, X amount of years later, X amount of pumpkin rolls later, Nicole, X amount of whatever, you've subconsciously learned this stuff. How many of you have... Remember the first time you did a reel and you're fumbling around and you're trying to figure out how to swipe the the text over it and you're, what the hell is going on over here? Your first TikTok, you can't figure out when you're supposed to do the hip and the this and the uh -uh, uh uh-uh-uh-uh. You can't figure out nothing. You just start throwing ketones everywhere. Screw it. I'm over it, right? I, was, I remember being so mesmerized by David Verosky's call. He did the call on me one where he's like D- doing all these ketones are falling from the sky. I'm like, oh my God, that's the one I'm going to do. This is, you know, almost two years ago now or whenever it was. And I, and I tried to do it and I went, I don't, even know how to, I don't even know how to set the damn timer. I'm over it. Now I could probably whip it out in four minutes, right? But the practicing of doing stuff internalizes things. Then you don't even have to focus on the task, when you when you start to practice these academic skill sets regularly, like sales, like recruiting, like leadership, these are all honest to God, in my opinion, academic things, okay? You'll be surprised at how much you start internalizing information subconsciously during your actual downtime. Honestly. There's certain things I do where I'm learning and I don't even think about it. About once a month, I will listen to a podcast of mine so I can critique myself. I don't know if that... Makes sense. I realized that this just, I just did this last week. I listened to a podcast of mine. I said, Ooh, you've gotten back into saying like all the time. Stop that. That's horrific. I can't even listen to you anymore, Jesse Lee. Okay. These little things, I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it was enough to annoy me. Subconsciously, what can you learn so you don't have to dwell on it too much? Right? Okay, next, practice creates discipline. Practice creates discipline. So take the time out to practice. Take the time out to focus. Take the time, to, time out to set clear goals. Okay, these are all skill sets that come in handy in the long run, both in personal and professional areas of your life. So since it requires discipline, What are you going to sacrifice, you know, and then where are you going to identify that you've grown? So the problem with a lot of people doing practicing and studying and whatever is they don't actually feel like they see the results. Do you understand You know, I've coached before, you know, turn off the Netflix, stop doing this, stop doing that. But if you don't see slash feel the results, the problem is that you're not gonna continue to sacrifice the hour of Netflix. You're not gonna turn off the video games, you're not gonna do whatever. Okay? However, if you start to notice the improvements, you will be motivated to stay stronger on your path. So when you're learning something, the best way to do this, here's what you need to do. When you learn it, Immediately apply it and then see what results you get. And then take a minute just to be still and say, huh, okay. So I did that call to action Jesse Lee taught last night. I did get way more engagement. Hold on, wait a minute. It is worth getting on Wednesday night training. Just when I was thinking I didn't need to get on there because I, you know, could I don't know what else you would do on a Wednesday night. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Uh, or Thursday morning if you're Australian, I suppose. Uh, or middle of the night if you're European. That will motivate you to stay strong in your path. Uh, that's, they're actually a great example. There is no way a year later in business, Sam and Dean would still have not missed a call. They have to wake up at 3, 4 in the morning. <laughs> Every call. If they weren't able to say we've never missed multiplier since we joined, by the way, huge congrats! They just hit it again, eleventh month in a row. Crazy pants! I love it. You know, they. I mean, if they couldn't say it's worth it, why do Lee and Tracy stay up until zero dark thirty every single Wednesday? I've never, I, I've never not seen the Bram Halls. Sophia does the same thing. She's always up. These psycho Europeans, some of you, right? I'm like, damn, do you just not sleep on Wednesdays? We just roll into Thursday? Like, what's the plan? What's the plan? If there weren't things that they were implementing and then getting results. Because I don't think you stay up until three in the morning in Belgium every week. Rita, you know, in the Netherlands. I don't think you stay up until three in the morning for just for community (laughs) okay i'm just going to be honest with you i don't i'm a i'm a hard worker you're not gonna find me at three o'clock in the morning if i'm not getting some return on my investment so i would ask you to ask yourself what oh and i've been speaking over oh man that's right i'm so sorry i'm keeping up till four in the morning now with me running my damn mouth lately i gotta be cognizant of these things okay i'm so sorry I'm so sorry. Just trying to get you up in time for Daisy, you know? Woo! Oh, my goodness. Okay, that's a good thing. That's a good awareness for me. Point being, though, you will stay more motivated if you see, hey, I did stay on that training. Hey, I did jump on the Mexico Latino training. Hey, I did jump on the European training, and it changed my business. Right? Next thing, practice changes the brain. It just does. So... When was the last time you learned something new and you started noticing your brain just sort of fires off in all kinds of different directions? It just does. I don't know why. I'm not a scientist. I'm certainly not a doctor. I'm not a neurosurgeon. I don't really know why this stuff happens. I just know it does. Have you ever tried to learn a language before and all of a sudden you're learning other things easier too? All of a sudden you're learning how to sell more. You're like, hola, what the hell? (laughs) <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but all of a sudden when you're learning more, your brain goes into a totally different state of mind. Everything's connected. I just talked about everything being connected when it comes to exercise, your food, your business, your everything. This is the same thing. Right. When your brain is open in general, you're open to receive so much more. You thought you were going to learn French. French. Next thing you know, you're learning French, you're learning sales, you're recruiting more people, you're leading more people, you're doing the most. It's true. I think it's one of the reasons why you see a lot of people on our team who become uh, first-time parents, mostly moms, right? And just moms in general, I guess, because each kid's different. Their businesses also grow. Have you noticed this? Why do you think that is? Probably because they sit there and they... They watch, or they read, or they listen to all this, you know, how to rear a child stuff. You know, they're learning how to, you know, what vitamins they're supposed to take, and you know, what kind of swat, how to swaddle, and how to uh, breastfeed, and how to uh, sleep train, and how to, you know, how, what temperature do you warm up a bottle to? How, what's ba- what's infancy CPR? What's all? Th- they're they're learning so much stuff about this that, quite frankly, they they go, I need to, I just need to get away from, um. Oh, my God, Brittany. I just need to get... (laughs) Nasty. I just need to get away from uh, from the baby stuff for a minute. I'm going to go learn how to work on time management a little bit more for a minute. Because right now, my brain can't handle any more baby stuff. Right? You actually expand your brain. You know what? It's something really cool I heard the other week. Somebody said to me, he said, Did you know that the brain has no capacity... There's no limit. You just run out of time. Think about that for a second. How powerful is that? Like, there's no limitations here. The, the capacity for learning is, not, is infinite. We just run out of time. And how many of you have had grandparents or great-grandparents or whatever who are still so sharp in their final days? Yeah? Yeah? Have you ever had a conversation with maybe the generation below that, you know, like their children? They always say the same thing in my experience. And so do people that are in the nursing, the nursing homes taking care of them if they're in those. They say, oh, well, they were still reading. They were still learning. They were still so sharp because they stayed a, they stayed a student. They were always reading, learning, etc., etc., etc." Like et cetera. Like Joellen just said, 104-year-old grandma, smart as can be. Danielle, my grandma, she's smart as a whip. Right. Because the brain is still open. And how many of us are not keeping our brains open to continue to learn? You have to. It's the deliberate practice. I remember asking my grandfather. It's my earliest memory. I asked my grandfather. I said, Granddaddy, put my hands on my hips. He was always working. He's 85 years old at this time. He's in the basement of their house on Tree Main Terrace. I still remember it. He's working. On what? I don't know. And I said, Granddaddy, all you do is walk, walk, walk. I was like two and a half, okay? it's two and a half. Granddaddy, all you do is walk, walk, walk. And he said to me, he said, I know, baby girl, someday you'll understand. And I think I understand it from two sides now, right? I understand it from the side of he was keeping his brain super sharp and also he was teaching me work ethic. Keep your mind open. Keep your mind open. And then... Finally, make sure you have these set practice sessions, if you will, almost as check-in posts. This is my favorite call. One, I think it might be my favorite call of the week because you should see growth constantly, right? You should see where you are becoming a better student, a better business owner, right? You should see the things that you're deciding to implement in your business through practice, right? That check-in post reminds me back to Kurt Warner where he's talking about the big games. He knew he could perform on a Sunday, but can you perform on a Wednesday? Are you in good enough practice to perform on a Monday night? Are you ready mentally, physically, emotionally on a Thursday? All of these big check-in posts, don't let it just be epic. Don't let it just be the big award ceremony at the end of the year where you sit and you wonder, why, why am I not Prover of the Year? Why am I not whatever? Why am I? Why did I get this award? Why didn't I get recognized as blah, 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 blah? You have to stay in practice. And quite frankly, how fast? This world changes right now. How many of you you feel like you blinked, 2021 is gone and the way you ran your business 12 months ago is completely different than how you ran your business in December 2021. And you can hardly believe it. I promise you I feel like that. There were no reels. Facebook is is a is a graveyard. Right? Not really. We have Facebook Reels now and, you know, it's still great for culture building. So much different, though. And I would ask you to reflect on that. Do a little survey for yourself of how much you've learned and you've actually practiced. Write it all out over the last 12 months. Because I promise you've come further than you realize you have, every single one of you. Maybe your business isn't where you want it to be, but newsflash, nobody's business is where they want it to be. Because your business isn't, there's no end game, right? But how far along are you compared to where you were? Probably a lot further, and probably in different ways than you expected it to be, I would guess and then since what's today, okay, we do have one more call before before the next uh before the new year, so we can certainly talk about some goal setting stuff if you haven't at least started writing those goals down, started thinking about you know virtual vision board parties or whatever for your team or in person or whatever. You've got to, because otherwise you don't even know what you need to practice. That's really important to know what you need to practice. Identify the gaps in your business. Right now, if you go, I'm horrific at recruiting. Okay, what's your plan to practice getting better at that? In the new year. Maybe you go, I'm terrible at de- uh, developing uh, champs, Champ Sixes. What's your plan to change that? Because when I look back on my business, I used to say, I used to, <laughs> I cried, one of the, I think the first time I ever cried in front of Eric uh, was probably Beyond Leadership in whatever year that was, 26, 20, 2016, 2017, and 2017. And he said, well, You know, what's wrong? I said, I, I can't develop leaders. Some of you remember this because you've been around for a long time. It used to... I mean, I had the biggest imposter syndrome around it. I thought I was horrible. I thought... And I was, actually. I don't even know that it was imposter syndrome. Let's just call it what it was. I had no idea how to develop leaders. Until I started practicing and practicing and practicing and getting better and better and better and better in my coaching. and my assignments, and my challenges, the way I speak all of these things. And that's when you started seeing the walls of champs, the walls of pro champs, right? I had to become better in order for the team to become better. And it's because of the practice that any of that is possible. I know, you know, that episode was fire. And so if you loved it, make sure you leave a five-star review, subscribe and screenshot this, put in your story tag. I'm boss Lee tag Jesse Lee ward on Facebook and go tell a friend about it. So we can keep this show free. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. See you tomorrow.